the Bones and Bobbins podcast is now on Patreon. Would you like access to bonus episodes, digital extras, exclusive merch, and more? Join us over in the Curiosity Shop at patreon.com backslash Bones and Bobbins. Your generous support helps make the show happen and will also earn you our very eternal gratitude and entry into our private Patreon-only Facebook group. Where all kinds of fun happens. It's true, and there are so, so many additional bonus episodes, so if you have run out of content, you know, go join us. Get all of the uh, back episodes. You'll be delighted. I promise. Indeed. And if you aren't, well, you probably weren't delighted by us anyway. (laughs) We're pretty delightful, though. It's true. It's true. (laughs) In a dusty old shop on a forgotten old street, you'll find two witches with books three boxes deep. Next to rusty old needles and faded red thread, you'll come in for yarn, but leave with pigments instead. Whether poisons or patterns, we're always discreet where creepy and crafty and morbidity meet. Welcome to the Bones and Bobbins podcast. Hello, morbid makers. We are your slightly creepy, mildly disconcerting, somewhat sinister, delightfully discomposed, opaquely odd, merrily morbid, marvelously misanthropic hosts. And this is Bones and Bobbins, season two, Episode 17, Whoa Mama! I'm Haley from Red Handled Scissors and the Very Serious Crafts Podcast. And hi, I'm Natalie from Ubered Art Designs, an official true crime creative. And, uh, there's one more person here. There is! It's true. Who are you? Hi, I'm Patty, Haley's mom. <laughs> it's true. Uh, those of you who have come over to join us who listen to my other podcast, uh, the Very Serious Crafts podcast, will have encountered my mom's annual visits to the podcasting realm before. But this is her first time on Bones and Bobbins, and she's not going to be here for recording uh, Serious Crafts this time, so you get to talk about spooky things (laughs) with my mom... (laughs) And we all know that she is very delightful, so there we Indeed. go. Indeed. So excited! Yeah! <laughs> so how's it going, Natalie? It's going pretty good! Pretty good. It's been a roller coaster, as usual. Uh, I'm shocked. Yeah, shocking. Uh, we actually had, I guess I'm proud it's our very first, but we had a, uh, a pretty serious COVID scare. Um, my eldest came in contact with... Uh, with somebody who had it, uh, and Ooh. she was nannying for a family um, on vacation, and the oh dad, no, it was them. Yeah, the dad's an ICU nurse, and Monday when he went into work, he tested positive. Oh, so no. um, and it took we had to drive an hour and a half to get tested like quickly. Um, but long story short, we are fine. It did not, um, and we're vaccinated. Obviously, he's vaccinated too. 
Also, Delta doesn't give a shit if you're vaccinated or not. So, I mean, turns out <laughs> you can still it get it. It doesn't care. But she, you know, and she was so upset too because she's like, Mom, she's like, I changed my mask, you know, midway through the day. She's like, she's constantly changing her mask. She follows everything. They've been, both of my kids have been really good about following all the guidelines. So she was like, I did everything I was yeah, supposed to do. Been. And I was like, well, you don't know that you have it. And you know what? She did everything she was supposed to do. And guess what? She doesn't have it. So, there That's you go. Great. Excellent. That's really good. Yeah, so, we are uh, yeah. hoping that the small amount of going out that we have done while my mom's been here will not result in anything exciting. I mean, we're also all vaccinated, so hopefully if, uh, if we do come down with anything, it will not be dramatic, but... Yes, <laughs> And then I spent the weekend getting uh, bonding with the eldest over getting noses pierced. Yay! And uh, and then I, I argued with people online. Actually, not uh, not yeah. No, I did. I did. There's no uh-huh. other way of putting it. I I flat out fought with people online uh, who think it's okay to air quote ethically <laughs> sell oh, medical skeletons, and there is no such thing. There is no such thing as ethically selling bones of any kind that were donated to medical or science facilities to private sector let alone indigenous bones because that just, oh boy oh oh yeah. that's a whole so, can of worms uh, I, have, I did not watch this this is the tiktok guy right right and then there was an so there was another tiktok uh that i actually followed and i was kind of side-eyeing them because i wasn't entirely certain how legit they were and they're called death science which hello those are two words when you put them together make me really happy so i was like they sound really cool and then they were talking about like on their website they talk about these classes and how they're all forensic and amazing and you know high quality done and this that and the other and i was like okay they had a pre-sale in the classes for like 30 bucks i'm like that's super cheap but then i noticed that it was they were supposed to open fully in, in spring and they never did Well, one of the videos when I was going through this guy um, who this kid that's selling these, he he went to to Parsons for design. Like there's nothing in his background that makes him even remotely qualified to be in the position that he's in. I mean, I mean, presumably he did figure drawing as part of art school. Right. Which is Abortions. I mean, I'm not saying that it's a good idea. I don't know how that qualifies you or gives you the right to have the, and I quote, largest spine collection in the United States in his home. Why? I don't know. And listen, I'm a person (laughs) with a fully articulated teaching skeleton, but it's not a real one. Right. Although I am going to say, for the record, if, say, an Oddfellows skeleton came up for sale, would I buy it? Yeah. Yeah. And there's, and there's, there's ways. There's, there are some, but there's, yeah. So this death science. But I would also look into it. Right. Where and it came from. have it repatriated if need be, because that's right. what you do when you exactly. are a, when you are a decent human. So I noticed a video with the death science guy and this guy, like he was on the bones dude site, like TikTok. And I, so I made a comment I was like, huh. And I tagged them and I was like, not a good choice for a collab there, dude. 
And I like unfollowed them on TikTok. And then I went to their TikTok and I was like, dude, explain this to me. And he was like, well, so would you be bad at the at the documentary people that filmed Joe, you know, the whole Tiger Joe dude? Or, you know, are you going to get mad at him because he abused the tigers and they filmed it? I was like, you literally market yourself as being like teach educators of deaf science. Like you can't claim ignorance on this like i yeah so then he was like well you know if you want to if you want to have an actual conversation you know you you can email i'm like we're having an actual conversation now i have nothing to hide so he stopped responding to me and i was like you are slimy too sir like i mm -mm, no 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 just there for context ma there's a kid i mean I guess he's a kid. He's a kid compared to any of us. He's like um, in his twenties, I think, still. So yeah. that's a kid to me. Um, he has a TikTok channel, which, like I was telling you earlier, yep. is short videos, and he sells and collects human remains. Oh, and does so in a way that is very sketchy. I mean, almost all sales of human remains Mm -hmm. are sketchy. There are relatively few, and there are a few examples, but um, there are relatively few that are not sketchy when privately owned. Right. Um, So is is it legal? That's the thing, is it's highly unregulated? And I really, like I'm fired up and I hope we can do that. state law specific. Well, yeah, and he's he even admits he admits, and it matters how old they are. Yeah, he admits in a couple of them that you know it's unregulated, or that they came from poor caste families in India. And don't say that. That is a if you are trying to not come off as a scumbag, I'm just seriously. And then somebody was like, "Oh, white guy," you know, and he so then he starts speaking Thai, and he's like, "I'm not white. I was." He's like, "I'm from Thailand." We're like, "Yeah, it's still bad." Like. it doesn't matter what color you are. You're still, you're selling a human Sami skull for $2,500 on your website. Like, and you're not selling it. That person donated their bones to medical or science. How is it, you know, getting put in a case in somebody's personal home, medical or science? Yeah. Yeah. Although I would argue that <clears throat> because it is, illegal for you to willfully um have your own skeleton articulated and given to your family um like you can't do that (laughs) and i there's a decent number of people out there who would be like yeah put something ridiculous in the eye sockets of my skull it'll be great (laughs) i want Um, bedazzled and i want my femurs dipped in glitter (laughs) <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> hmm. world of no um i know but later. i i find that to be absurd as far as um the trade is concerned right um i mean there are it, it, it's a very weird thing um i think in new york there's an uh there's an age limit like re- i think it's not dissimilar to firearms in nevada why do i know about this um where if they are older than like 1900 i think they can be sold as antiques and not firearms okay that's all the more reason they should be in the hands of scientists like i, I don't, don't disagree i mean they and there's it, only there's only like twenty thousand bodies a year 
that are donated uh, to medical to, to medicine or science. That is not a lot when you talk about all the facilities and there's restrictions oh, no. on it too. Like, yeah, like I, I mean, there's specific on, issues yeah. like with Kripavelton too. Yeah. Um, where I I think we talked about that drama when we were talking about Body World. Yeah. But um. So yeah. So uh, I really just hope that this kid gets canceled and his and his entire. It's funny because his entire isn't business he already getting canceled. I mean, yeah, but. No, I mean, I, he's still there. He hasn't, his his account hasn't gone anywhere. Uh, his website's still selling bones. There's one, everybody on his website staff-wise is all from Parsons. They're all just design kids. And then there's The feds one, are going to step in at some point. <laughs> their photos are on there. The only one that doesn't have a photo on there is the only position that would have any kind of authority in terms of, you know, archaeological background or anything to do, like, with, you know, bones at all. <laughs> and even they don't want their photo on there. So, hopefully, I, and I, and just, I really hope that this death science schmoo listens too, because it is hard enough, and I say this as, as a family member of a brutally murdered human that it is a hard enough I don't want to say industry more like genre to navigate to begin with in a respectful manner yeah the ethics are real difficult when you have people that are jumping on the true crime wave so to speak and doing so strictly for monetization and for clout it's disgusting like it just and it's hurtful like I had I've had people that are like that did stuff on my aunt and I was like that's not accurate and they're like well if it's more accurate it's more accurate than anything you've put out I was like excuse me they're like if you really loved your aunt then you'd have your own site out there on her blah 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 I was like you can pick which one you suck but you're gonna suck one of them because I just <laughs> I, like, I just cannot like who says that but they're real bold so it's hard yeah. enough for people that want to genuinely help in the industry like there's so many people I know that would love to be you know armchair sleuths help like you know the murder squad and get into right, forensics right. and things like that deeper so to have classes podcast. that are accessible to people is amazing, but not if it's going to be done by some schmoo that thinks it's cool to go shoot, you know, video on some 20-something-year-old kid that has the world's, la- or the U.S.'s largest spine collection in his sweet pad, you know. That is a very strange <laughs> thing. Like, it's a <laughs> right? weird flex. It is a really weird flex. And, I mean, as people who are creepy, mm-hmm. we are that kind of creepy, but there's a difference between fascination and respect for the humanity of right. a specimen versus I am doing this to be famous. Right. And like I could see if it was animal yeah. spines because that's the most popular set of bones that you come across yeah. with an animal carcass is its spine. Totally makes sense. But humans, it's just so weird. Like I don't... I mean... Just spines. That's an interesting choice. It. I mean, yeah. The video is just yeah. Yeah. It's and there's so that's a whole I, lot more involved in 
the sale and handling of mm-hmm. human remains, especially human remains that are quote donated to science and how they're used and sometimes it's just like a finger or you know it it isn't always the entire body being used and it's also not always um i mean sometimes it's just cadavers that Mm -hmm. are being dissected by medical students but they aren't necessarily being disarticulated Um, and so there's a lot of there are a lot of interesting questions for, like, when your medical school doesn't need one more skeleton. Right. Um, so, that was yeah. my weekend, getting stuff pierced and yelling at people on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, I hmm. tried. I tried real hard, and then I just, I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't watched any of his TikToks because I was fairly certain that I would start a fight. <laughs> I'd have your back, girl. Not that you need it because you got that BD, but I, uh, <laughs> I would have you. I would have yeah, you. Yeah, I, I was going to be scary quiet at him and <laughs> decided that I probably had better things to spend my time on, like hanging out with my mom, yes. who I haven't seen in <laughs> almost two years. Yes. That's it's true. <laughs> Yes, who is in New York, even though it is a bad idea to travel right now. It, Couldn't wait any longer. I know. <laughs> it so was already planned. What have you guys planned. done? Um, well, we walked over to, or walked down the waterfront um, on the East River, and my husband has a new office area that's right at the end of a pier that uh, is directly in front of the Statue of Liberty. So we went there to watch the sunset Mm. and uh, to a famous key lime pie place. Oh, yes. Nice. That was delicious. And uh, walked the Brooklyn Bridge. Mostly we've just ordered a lot of food and watched a lot of Schitt's Creek. Ugh. We have. We that, have. You know what? Yeah. That sounds completely delightful. I got hooked on Ted Lasso. <laughs> I didn't. I have not seen any of it, but I keep hearing I good things. Will am, I like it or hate it? I am it totally enamored. All right. Ah. He, is, he is now one of my top five, not even top the ten, top five characters in a series ever. Like, right. I would wife him in a heartbeat. Sweet. <laughs> It's just, it's, it has that same delightful positivity that Schitt's Creek has. Mm-hmm. And also the same ability to one of the characters in their Keeley looks like she's straight out of Essex. Like, <laughs> and you, you, at first glance, you expect her to be like ditzy and um, catty and just daft. And yeah. she is smart and sweet she uplifts the other women like there it's it, it zigs when you expect it to zag so it's really cool essex is a snobby part of london oh 
<laughs> I don't know if that is the Essex that we're talking about. It's, uh, but. they, well, uh, so one of my, my only guilty reality show that I've ever oh, watched. Oh, please. Like oh, I know exactly what you're going to say. It's Telly, the only way is Essex. It's the only, way. The only mm-hmm. one I've ever watched. I've never watched any of the Real Housewives, uh, oh. but I, I'm a sucker for Telly. And yeah, so, but it is, and it's British. It's, yeah. you know, except for Ted, he's from America. But uh, yeah, it and it's, it's like a half an hour show. Um, it's delightful. I recommend it. It's on Apple right. Plus. If you need my oh, login, okay. let me know. I'll hook you up. <laughs> no, I, I got, got my parents hooked on it. And mm. also I got them hooked on the fact that the first four episodes of the last season of Grace and Frankie are on. So. Oh. Well, all right. So, yeah. Well, I think that you have been significantly more feisty than I have been this week. <laughs> You've had your mama, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've talked enough crap about life, the universe, and everything. <laughs> you know, we got to catch up. Got to yes. catch up with, yes. the, with the uh, local Midwestern gossip. Yes. That is, and it, and family stuff. That is what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to be subtle, mother. I was trying. You were trying to be cool, <laughs> Speaking of family, now would probably be a good time to take a quick break to thank all of our fantastic Curiosity Shop members over on the Patreons. Uh, yeah. We appreciate and love you beyond words. And if you join us, this is the part where we would give you a totally normal and not at all creepy welcome. Uh, And now that the summer's winding down and deadlines are getting closer to being done we are working on some more fun things coming your way in the meantime uh we do have um a all huge kinds of stuff. back catalog yes so many things including next week where we talk out of the mouth of moms old wives tales and other motherly advice it's true uh it's it's gonna be there are a lot of them that I had never heard of before <laughs> and are deeply baffling to me. So that that will be that'll be an adventure. We're gonna go on Indeed. an adventure with my mom. So yes. yeah. Can you tell it, we have a theme? Yeah. It's my mom. Yes. Oh my goodness. So uh where are we? Oh I uh missed my cue. Which <laughs> Sorry, Patreon folks. I am just dumb today. Uh, So, to all of you who already support us, and to those of you who are going to run right off and hit that button right now, which, go ahead, go do it now. Now! Yes! I'll send you a sticker. It's true. I don't even have a sticker. Oh my goodness, Um, I have a pile of stuff for you. (laughs) (laughs) How long did it take me to send you the frozen Charlotte? Um, Don't answer that. It's a long time. Anyway, you Patreon supporters are the best. And we would totally go explore hidden old graveyards in the woods with you. And we're also going to talk about one, like the very one that I'm thinking of uh, when I wrote that uh, you know, when we started the podcast, and we're going to talk, talk about that one. I'm going to talk about my childhood hidden one. Yeah, me too. That is. <laughs> ex- so I guess we're taking a stroll in that general direction. 
Um, yes. Speaking of, you're gonna have to pick out your bench because I'm not <laughs> I, figuring I out what kind of pink marble you want. Yeah, I will. I will. Right, I've been right. I've been looking into it. So good. Yeah, we'll we'll get me all hooked up for the cemetery. Right. <laughs> yes, yes, friends. We are discussing my mom's headstone. Yes. Um, because she likes to text me about it. Might as well plan ahead, right? That's true. Fine with me. Yep. On yep. one of my visits home when I lived in California, my parents picked me up, and they we were driving past the cemetery, and they're like, see that over there? I'm like, yeah. They're like, yeah, we got a locker in there. You can put us in there. <laughs> we're getting cremated, and I was like, alrighty then. I wasn't prepared for that, but all right. So... <laughs> I think I've been prepared always. Hmm. I get a lot of texts from the cemetery from my mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm always at the cemetery. It's one of my favorite places. Hey. Mm-hmm. We if you were her. wondering where I got this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, my youngest daughter and I just went and did a whole tour of cemeteries around here. It's true. And I, I should give some context and I'll, I'll post a photo of us, but... My mom looks as friendly and delightful as, uh, as I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> so it is kind of hilarious whenever we show up anywhere together that is creepy because I look like I ought to be there and she <laughs> does not. And then she says something hilariously creepy to someone standing nearby. And we have a blast. Uh, it's true. Yes. And we have not been to any catacombs or crypts this time. Not not this summer. No. No. Maybe, Alas. Maybe Halloween. Unless we get too many sickies out there again. We already have too many. All right. Maybe next year. Well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> anyway, uh, so do you want to talk about ghost stories? Yes. Maybe some UFOs? Absolutely. All right. Um, well, as uh, I have mentioned many times on this podcast, there is a specific strain of spooky that runs um, matrilineal, matrilineally, there we go, wow. uh, in my family. And uh, the women in my family tend to all have it. And it's the reason that I see all the ghosts, and my mom does too. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, and UFOs. It, well, yes, we we have we both have a UFO story too. <laughs> yeah. um, so we decided that instead of diving deep into a subject of of seriousness, that we would just tell ghost stories um but real ones and so we're all gonna do that yay yeah yay yeah so uh (laughs) do you want to start natalie or do you want one of us to start i'm open i just i have one big story that kind of Hmm. well tell tell us (laughs) well there we go my mom has decided (laughs) she hath spoken Mm-hmm. Okay, so you need your you... face over here, mother. I, I gotta see your face. <laughs> we can't so, hear you. 
if you grew up around the Menominee Falls, Germantown area in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. you have heard at least one tale of Mary Booth. In fact, you've probably heard like several tales. There... I have heard of Mary Booth. <laughs> there were like various tales of who she was and various tales of instances from someone or their father's best friend's cousin's dog experienced. Uh, it happens. In fact, I have my own. Uh, but before I dive into that, I'm going to read from the Book of Haunted Wisconsin by Michael Ooh. Harris. Ooh. So it is the story that is documented uh, as to, I think, the origin of where the the um, the spooky has begun. But I know that there's the legend. Old- Perhaps. The legend. There we go. The birth mm-hmm. of the legend. <laughs> Words are hard. Uh, in I fact, guess. there's past uh, there's past printings of like the Germantown High School yearbook that have like Legend of Mary in them. Um, Fun. Okay, so here we go. Yes. The weather was warm for the last day of December. Wispy strands of fog clung to the gently rolling fields of southeastern Wisconsin as a thermometer hovered near 30 degrees. At the end of a long paved road near Germantown, Tom Walton and his family prepared to celebrate New Year's Day in their 140-year-old farmhouse. The clock struck midnight. Family members and several guests toasted each other for success and happiness in the coming 12 months. But as Tom later said, the evening had not been all cheerful. There had been a tinge of something sinister. Uh Something almost evil intruding upon the celebration the whole evening had been very strange small things happened at first the house suddenly cooled for no apparent reason a candle burned much faster than its twin sitting nearby the television set lost power without explanation and then outside the wide living room window she appeared oh did she an old woman dressed in a rough black dress staring in at the assembled family and guests. Before Tom could react, she was gone. Who was she? That vague, dark phantom staring in at the startled assemblage. Woo! Tom had a hunch. A guess that led back in time to 1838. And that year, John and Mary Booth built the farm as one of Wisconsin's pioneer homesteads. Booth cabin and land also were used as trading posts for early settlers and traders. Near the farm, Native Americans camped by a small stream. The decades have brought innumerable changes to the original log cabin, but a section of it forms a part of the present two-story frame house. Hmm. Sturdy log ceiling beams now support a segment of the second floor. The place is still known as Mary Booth Farm. John and Mary Booth had three children. Herman, who died at the age of 70 in 1917, Carl, who died at the age of 74 in 1923, and Mary, the only daughter on the farm's namesake, who died at the age of 67 in 1926. None of the children married. An overgrown cemetery near the farm holds their remains. How does this explain eerie events of the Walton's New Year's Eve gathering? Well, Mm. the farm, the Booth Farm, has a long history of being haunted. The ghosts of the younger Mary Booth and her mother were said to roam the farm by day and inhabit the house at night. Tom and her neighbors tell stories about the farm. When Walton and his family moved there, they didn't place much faith in these tales until that night about four years later. 
It was then that Walton changed his mind. The fleeting apparition outside the window left him perplexed. The next morning, he discovered that a pepper plant near the window had wilted leaves on one side while the other half remained green and healthy. Although, how is green and healthy in December in Wisconsin? I'm not sure. So I kind of call that into question. No, it was inside, right? No, it was uh, planted. Oh, maybe it was on inside. I don't don't know. know. Or it was planted close to the house. It's still Wisconsin. That's true. Oh, that's true. It is Wisconsin. Uh, Like Michigan. (laughs) I won. I don't know. I, I got nothing. The other small incidents that night added to the mystery. Over the next several years, until the family moved away, the Waltons were to have other baffling experiences. An overnight visitor told Tom that he had seen a young girl in the yard vanish into the early morning mist. The Booth Farm is quite isolated from near ho- nearby houses, making it unlikely that she was a neighbor. Gonna want to get that taken care of. (laughs) (laughs) One afternoon, Tom was alone in the house when violin music suddenly floated through the house. No radio was playing. The stereo was turned off. It's like the ghost choir. Right? Walton later learned then that Herman Booth had played the violin as a hobby. Hmm. On another occasion, uh, when the kitchen was being remodeled, the Walton's plumber said that he'd heard footsteps walking around upstairs, but the plumber was alone in the house at the time. What caused these phenomena? To find out, Tom asked author and expert in the supernatural, Mary Leader, to visit the home. After a session with a Ouija board, Leader <laughs> said... <laughs> Great said, idea. Yikes. Leader said at least two ghosts haunted the Booth farm. She identified them as the two Mary Booths, mother and daughter. The daughter was an evil ghost lurking outside the home and searching for her missing lover. According to the well, local lore... Of course lore, she was. Gotta Mary, have one of those. Right. Mary had been left standing at the altar on her wedding day. The mother that was inside the inside ghost protecting the house from her daughter. The psychic could not explain the violin music Tom had heard. Some neighbors scoff at the idea of the two women coming back to haunt the house. The younger Mary, according to a one, one longtime resident, just wasn't the type who would come around and haunt the farm. Sure, she was an old maid and probably a little eccentric, but she had a good heart. I hunted that woman down in some research, so I was pretty excited Ooh. about that. Um, Mary reportedly cared for mentally disabled people in the vicinity during an era when they were shunned by most of the society. Few contemporary accounts remain of the elder Mary. She was 93 at her death in 1899, outliving her husband by 46 years. After their parents' deaths, Mary and her brothers were hardworking farmers who cut wood with a handsaw and offered the use of their farm as a resting place for peddlers traveling to and from walking. Hmm. Is it possible that one of these intent salesmen proposed to Mary and then jilted her with a when new territory beckoned? It has been known to happen. So that is, mm-hmm. um, like I said, from the book. And it's, again, a start of the major rumors behind the land and the woman. Now, hmm. I feel like a whole lot more being jilted at the altar happened in legend then right. uh, i have been led to believe that is significantly more common than i think it might <laughs> right. be I, yes. or that just happened an awful lot back I, in uh <laughs> yeah well victorian and before it's almost like the hallmark tale you know what i mean like every hallmark movie has the same plot line yeah yes. <laughs> it's like the original well, i mean maybe it's because people weren't giving it up 
And that's true. So that's true. You go maybe I gotta promise to marry him to get their uh, pants to drop. Well, I guess they aren't wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> to get their they skirts up. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, there are tales that she went crazy and murdered her entire family. There's definitely tales about. I feel like you would know if that were right. True. Like that would be, but you know, it's small Who town. Who asked us? Right. Yeah. Uh, there are definitely a lot of tales that her sorrow and ego are, um, stem from being jolted by a traveling salesman. Um, and there's more uh, oh. that the family would take in Civil War soldiers and that one was to marry her in the field across from the house but never showed up. So um, so she got mad and then took an axe to the soldiers that were still at the house. Uh, which, you know, bra- oh, and, that then, seems and then a nearby like a farmer an shot her. Ex- I was like, right? Why, why is it that they always portray us women as being <laughs> so We aren't generally the ones who start wars and shoot people. Exactly. Uh, I even saw some kid, some kid wrote a story about how he heard that she had a pet dog and that the dog wouldn't leave her grave after she died and starved to death there. And I was like, whoa, we're bringing animals into this now? Like, I've heard that too. <laughs> so There's a lot of pet dogs who won't leave graves also a similarly high amount um of dogs on graves as there are jilted lovers at altars seems to be a popular story doesn't it hallmark i'm telling you (laughs) so whatever the truth behind the why there are definitely stories that line up um to her to seeing them and stuff Mm. um I was hoping that I would find photos of the actual family graves, uh, but I could not. I myself have seen them via trespassing as an asshole teen. Uh, <laughs> well done. Why like, not? Like many families with farms. I assume you were respectful to the graves. So I totally that's was. Fine. No, no. I just wanted to see them. I wasn't going to sit there and mess with them. I just wanted to, yeah. you know, I had to see it because, you know, people said things and I wanted to make sure it was true. Uh, well, we do have some breaking and entering plans of our own for you know, some time in the future. I'm just—I'm saying... not going to say anything further, nope. you know, in case we break and enter. Right. But that's how premeditated gets thrown around in a courtroom. <laughs> um, yeah. But like, so again, like this was huge farmland back then, and back then families had their own little cemeteries on their on their yeah. on their land, um, and this is like that. So. It was, it's fenced off, super overgrown. Um, so you, you actually had to climb a fence to get in there. Um, <laughs> and it's surrounded by private land. Um, because because they don't the, want those darn kids right. getting in there. Those damn, mm-hmm. those damn kids. Smoking their marijuana there at night. <laughs> uh, now, what I will say is that her family member graves, they were pretty much standard old graves. Sure. Mary's tombstone, and again, at least at the time, and I don't think any reconstruction work has happened on it. Um, in fact, I know it hasn't. Um, was cracked and broken. The plot in front of the stone where she's buried is actually sunken down by like at least a foot compared to the earth around it, which does seem really weird and creepy. Like you huh. can't just make that happen. Like it is, um, uh, it is, yeah. it is just. Dis- when you look at it, it is it is it is undeniably a resting area that doesn't look properly at rest. Which is 
fair, although there are very good reasons why yep, that exactly. happens to graves of that age. Right. Science. Yep. Um, so while mm-hmm. looking for photos, though, I came across a bunch of information that I had not known previously. Cool. And um, it was like archives of archives of archives. But I believe... you speaking my language. Right? Mm-hmm. I believe it was actually the woman that's mentioned in the story. Um, oh. And it's also clear, it's really... It's really interesting because the eccentric parts of Mary mirror the two of us a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Perfect. So way deep in the journal archives from reporter Mike Nicholas, uh, the journal Sentinel uh, is a Milwaukee newspaper. Mm -hmm. Um, I quote, I think Mary Booth was a nice old lady, said 76-year-old Grace Garner. Who says her mother-in-law, when she was about 16 years old, had the turn of at the turn of the century, was a hired girl for Mary Booth. I don't know where they got that ghost stuff from or who started it. Most attribute it to the 1960s tale that I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cemetery was quite was quit claimed to the Germantown Historical Society some time ago, according to Irene Blau, who was the society's president at the time of the article. But she says it's impossible to visit because it's surrounded by other private property. Again, unless you're an asshole teen. What we know (laughs) of it comes largely from the lovely Grace. Uh, According to the aforementioned piece together by her and West Bend Cemetery aficionado Beverly Hetzel, 13 people are known to be buried there. And many of them did indeed die in horribly tragic or premature ways. Of course it's 13 people. (laughs) Right? I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But horribly tragic and premature is just, you know, long speak for Victorian. I mean, it's not. I was going to say that. Yeah. Super uncommon for the times. But still Mm -hmm. a lot of tragedy for one family. Uh, The first man buried in the cemetery was Heinrich Booth who settled the land in the late 1830s along with his brother Johann and a man whose name eventually had been shortened to Stefan. Heinrich, born in 1800, was killed by a falling tree in 1840, leaving behind a wife and four children. Death was visit again repeatedly. Johann was married to uh, Marie, and in 1841, according to the tombstones, they lost both a son who was around five and a daughter who was around three. My best guess would be that it was from the same sickness. Smallpox. Yep. Right. Hmm. In 1845, one of Heinrich Booth's son, who was around nine, died. And the following year, the boy's sister, who was around seven, was also lost. Then, no, 18- Maybe tuberculosis then, since that is a, a communicable and also sometimes chills until later. Illness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can have that for quite a while. You're going to have a little bit of consumption yes. with your um, Victorian death. As one does. A side of consumption. Uh, then in 1851, both a baby and an 11-year-old Stefan daughter died. Jeez. Right? Goner says Stefan had married Johan and Heinrich's sister and believes their older daughter was burned in a house fire. Oh, which there is mention in a lot of these stories. There's a there's some mention of um, smelling a fire. Okay, uh, it is somewhat ironic, given all the tragedy and early death, that the Marys are getting blamed for all the unexplained occurrences that take place there. 
again, it was a huge farming, like a huge chunk of land. So, right. I mean, a lot, and especially at that time, like a lot of crap went down. Uh, yeah. Elder Mary, according to her stone, was born in 1807 and lived to be more than 90 years old, which, I mean, that's pretty remarkable given the time period. It is, um, yeah. Of her six children, it was the youngest Mary, born in 1850, who survived the furthest into the 20th century. She was, from what can be pieced together now, somewhat eccentric. Hmm. She had swarms of cats, and neither <laughs> she... Neither she nor the older brothers, Herman and Carl, ever remarried. So Gerner says that the two men, even though the brothers, even though they all lived in, like all the the brothers and the sister all lived in the same flipping house, the brothers did not talk to each other. So Mary was like their intermediary. Oh, boy. She was also a vegetarian who ate nuts nuts (laughs) for protein and used goat's milk for cheese. She was also quite kind. Gerner says her first husband used to recall that Mary gave him big molasses cookies with frosting on top. I happen to dig big molasses cookies with frosting on top. Mm. Also goat's milk and nuts and cats. So I'm thinking (laughs) up to this point, we could chill with her. Um, Yeah, sounds great. Gerner says she has some correspondence at one point with an elderly man in Illinois who was the grandson of of Mary Booth's sister, Wilhelmina. The letters which she kept described Mary as an, and this is where we, this is where she loses, at least me, and I'm fairly certain you too, uh, was an ardent Seventh-day Adventist who used to take the interurban line into Milwaukee on the weekends to attend church. The men remember her staying in his mother's house in Milwaukee and said she thoroughly lived the kind of life the Adventists prescribed which I know nothing about. Um, other than that... I mean, there are specific diet and... Oh, really? Yeah. If it ain't Catholic, I don't know it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's it's not dissimilar to Catholic. It's just a little different direction. Okay. Different day. Gotcha. Other than mm-hmm. that, little reliable recollection of her life has survived. In 1923, after her last brother died... Mary Booth went to live at the house in Milwaukee full-time. She passed away there three years later. She was buried alongside uh, her brothers Carl and Herman in the Ger- in Germantown after living a long and seemingly un- or ordinary life after apparently dying an unremarkable death. Yeah. Now, Seventh-day my- Adventists are vegetarians, oh. just for the record. <laughs> I did not know that. Huh. That's I don't know why I did, but I have just confirmed it. That's the first that I've ever heard that. Now, I know that my parents still, even though I, goodness. Well, the only time I'd step foot in the Catholic Church was on Christmas Eve for the kids' mass with my kids. Um, But I haven't been to church since the current plague has swept over. But they will will still remind me every Lenten season, it's Friday, so don't eat your meat. Ah. <laughs> okay, mom. Uh, so my first time hearing about Mary was when I was a freshman in high school. Mm-hmm. My Catholic bestie, <laughs> right, and I got our first real jobs together at the local Italian restaurant, which is still there, still owned by the same family. Everything looks. We have one of those. Tastes exactly the same, and it makes my heart super flipping happy. 
I will say they have the best pizza in the entire town. And while their Italian is probably not the best Italian known to man, it is still my favorite because of just all the fondness of this place. That is completely reasonable. So, anywho, we were working there, (laughs) like, one Saturday night, and the owner's son, Sammy, who was a year older than us, came storming in the back door looking, like, ill. And his bestie came in flying behind him, just as pale, but super hyped up. They had just gotten back from Mary Booth Lane. A group had gone, and, like, it was allegedly the anniversary of Mary's death, uh... From best I can remember, there was like five or six carfuls of people that piled down that road. Like and you do. Parked in the right, parked in the field across from the house. Um, ironically, the closest side street there is is named Lover's Lane. Um, oh, just for fun. Right. Being dumb kids, the son, Sammy, drove his like souped up pickup up the yard to get a better look. But uh, people live there, like live people. So they called the cops. Cops oh, yeah. came out, which they're very used to doing. Told them all to disperse, be on their way. Go, yeah, go away. The ghost so, doesn't want to hang out with you, right? Like, leave these four people alone. So they pile in their cars. Uh, the cops drive off when they see everybody piling back in. Uh, and as people scatter to get back in their cars, if you were waiting with their doors open, because there was a girl standing in the field, like not just not budging, and right. It took them a long Uh-oh. time to realize exactly <laughs> that no one knew who she was or how she got there. So they tried, like, a couple guys got out and, like, started walking over to her because they weren't, she wasn't responding to anything. She was just staring at them. And as they got closer, she turned and walked into the field and completely freaking disappeared. Whoa. Like you do. Right? <laughs> she noped up out of there. She was like, Mm-mm, no. So Bestie and I did like, what, come on, I was going to scare these guys and the cops got to show up. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. You're harshing my ghost buzz. Yeah. Uh, Bestie I and I, mad. we did what any two gals who were all about the supernatural do. We totally begged them to take us with them next weekend. Right. Because uh, we Oh, did. I was going to say, you got in the car immediately? <laughs> oh, we, anyway, they would not. Uh, but we tried. Oh, uh, so yeah, so the next, week, next weekend rolls around. We get in the car and we start heading out there. Just as we turned down the lane, uh, Sammy was driving again, but he was driving his car because instead of because we weren't in the pickup truck. Uh, right. He like turns the car around and hightails it out of there. And he just kept saying, <laughs> nope, I've seen her once. I don't want to see her again. And he was like super shaken. And you so have to. Re- that's like a young woman. That's mm-hmm. got to be one of the kids. That can't it's, be Mary. Right. Um, but there is a lot, I mean, there's a lot of the woman in the field and she was in white. She wasn't in black. Um, and here's the thing, like the family is very definitely, they're Italian and ethnically there is a muchismo with Italian men. Sure. So to see him visibly shaken we didn't push it. We were like, I mean, there's not a doubt in my mind that he saw what he saw. Like, oh, yeah. there's just no doubt. Um, no, so, you, can, you can tell right. when, when people are exaggerating right. and when uh, shit just got real. Exactly. Mm. Uh, so we would have to wait until we got our own driver's license, which really sucked. 
so a woman in white walking up and down the road is one of the most popular stories, which I can see them tying it into her looking for a lost lover. I mean, I get that. I mean, but maybe, just maybe, she really likes her cardio. I mean, maybe walking's her quiet time. Maybe that's her thing. Um, but the next one is that if you leave your doors unlocked when you return, like, and get out and snoop around, when you come back to your vehicle, they will be locked. Well, better uh, take I, your keys. Right. <laughs> I, I, I do know, I do know at least one person that got locked out of their vehicle. Um, and this was them. And they couldn't even make it through the fence to hop, like hop the fence to look at the graveyards and end up like slicing up their leg and their pants trying to do it. Ow! Because yeah. they didn't take gymnastics. Um, <laughs> so, so they couldn't uh, lift their leg over their mom's head. Yeah. <laughs> there are also a lot of stories about cars stalling out uh, when they shouldn't have. Well, that makes sense. Batteries going dead. Right, right, right. Um, Sucking now, the energy. Yeah. When we went. We brought a camera with us cause we because we were like, of course, because of course, I mean, we were prepared. This was not our first, like we were not your average, you know, teenage. We were seriously, we were sophomore chicks on a Saturday night going ghost hunting. Let's face it. Um, I so we- recall many a day <laughs> um, at uh, my Catholic besties house doing just that. <laughs> so, Here's the thing. We brought the camera with us. We didn't see. We weren't there that long. Um, we did hop the fence, checked out the cemetery. Um, and then when we were headed back to the car, like another car came. So we we're like, shoot, we got to go. So we didn't see anything. But we did try to randomly take pictures because sometimes, you know, you can catch something if you don't see it. Yeah. The the camera would not work. Like, would <laughs> not work. Huh. But it absolutely worked when we got back to her house because we were past curfew and we were trying to find the hide key and it was dark out. So I'm like, let's <laughs> use the flash from the camera, which worked then. So I'm just Oh, saying. the hide key. You couldn't find the, the rock. We couldn't find the rock. So while <laughs> I didn't get to see Mary Booth, I did get to see another ghost. Uh, one that I saw... Oh, repeatedly almost my entire childhood, yet never got confirmed until I was older. Mm. I cannot tell you how many times I would hear my name whispered in my doorway, only to look up out of a dead sleep and see a woman in a white nightgown. Wow. My first response was always, Mom? And sometimes it was her, but not all the time. Uh, <laughs> and sometimes I got the joy of having an awkward staring contest with an unknown woman in my bedroom door in the middle of the night. Uh, there Fair are other uh, like odd things that happen around our house. Like there's we had uh, we had a shower in our upstairs bathroom that like never worked. It does now, but uh, growing up it never worked. And anytime we'd be missing something, it would be in that damn like because it was used for storage. <laughs> we, would, we would find it in there. Um, we would do our annual trip to Wisconsin Dells. I had a cubby hole in my room, um, which I don't know if that's a Midwestern thing. Basically, it's like a chunk of attic out of my, like, attached to my room. But there's like a tiny little door to it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like at Graham's. Um, yeah. So, but I would I would have all of my stuffed animals lined up, like, blocking that friggin' door. And... Uh, <laughs> 
Well, one summer we went to we went to we went to the Dells. We came back. I get upstairs with my stuff, and the door is wide open, and all of my stuffed animals are lined up, orderly fashion, in front of it, but far enough in front of it so the door could have been open. So World of open. no. Right, 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 right. Um, like listen, so, attic ghost. Right. No. So, <laughs> it wasn't until I was home visiting during my freshman year of college and the topic came up that my dad was randomly like oh yeah i've totally seen our ghost now my dad is where i get all of my science geekery from yeah all about proof facts figures the man could memorize he, he i cannot tell you he purchased nothing without referencing the consumer reports magazine like my entire life, like, just very facts, figures, very oh, analytical yes. guy. My dad and my stepdad. Yes. He then <laughs> proceeds to tell me that they woke up in the middle of the night once with her standing in their doorway. And she turned and started going up the stairs by me. Yeah. And my dad completely froze. And yeah. my mom got up and went after her like the little badass she is. Uh, <laughs> well, and according to my mom, kid. she turned looked at my mother and said, I am not here to hurt anyone, but do not follow me. Whoa. So my mom, Ah! right? Ah. My mom stopped and let her go. Ah. She said she believed her. And my mom is where I get my witchy from. Her gut is always right. The phone would ring. My mom would tell me who it was and why they were calling. Like she was like, she didn't, she wasn't going to hurt anybody, but she said I wasn't supposed to follow her. And so I didn't follow her. And I was like, Okay, well, um, so I two would not follow the ghost lady who said no, thank you. Yeah, I would have. have. <laughs> Mother, <laughs> I would have. It's, so, uh, I still get real nervous. Uh, we well, haven't nervous. followed the hallway ghost. Now she's too young. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, those are my childhood ghosts in very abbreviated form, but um, mm. I do love. I do love the ability to have uh, taken a little trip down memory lane with Mary Booth. And I wonder if. Yeah, that's a cool story. I'm thinking the next time the girls and I are near my parents, I may take them down there. Oh, yeah. I may, I may do it during the day. I don't know. If, I don't know if they could handle it at night. And they already see a therapist, though. So I'm covering my back on childhood trauma. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, just. Yeah. I kind of imagine that if you took them during the day, you could just knock on one of the adjoining property doors and say, hey, would it be okay if we went back and looked at these? We don't want to do anything. We just want to see these historic graves. So I did find the house on Zillow. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. It is amazing. It is amazing. It is a very, like, I would live there. All right, so you've bookmarked it. Yeah, um, it's, uh, it's mm-hmm. but it's like $628,000. Oh, um, the, old, the old farmhouse where you're talking about. Yeah. Is it that it would sell for that much? There's Well, no it's way. got a lot of land. It's got a lot of land on it that's so? uh, at a barn and everything. So, um, but it's been modernized, barn. too. It's not, it's not, they've, they've done some modernization. I'll send you the link. Um, All right. I'm just saying that is a lot of money for um, where I'm red. imagining like the, it is. The uh, um, the the image that uh, that I'll put up in our uh-huh. 
social medias is an older one. Um, they've painted and stuff since then. But and at first I was like, oh, I shouldn't post it. But I'm like, everybody knows where it's at. So it's not like it's it's not well, like it's not it's fine. Right. People aren't going to it's I don't think people are going to go. Up there. You never know. But uh, well, if they do, yeah. it's for sale, right? No, no, it's not. <laughs> oh, OK, so that's no, no. the value. It's that's the value of it based on but what you can you know, find so. it. Yeah. If you've got Google Maps, you can find it. Oh, yeah. That's how I started. Because I was yeah. like, I remembered where it was because I couldn't find the exact address anywhere. Mm-hmm. But I remembered where it was. Um, and then and they don't even on Google Maps, like you have to zoom way in to even see Lover's Lane. Yeah. Um, you'll love it because it's off of uh, Freistadt Road. Because, you know, it's German town, so there's German everywhere. But That uh, is a really strange, was it part of the Underground Railroad? I don't know. That's the thing is that that entire area, there was mention of. Free City. If if there, there was mention of civil, you know, civil civil war soldiers. So. All right. Well, I mean, that makes sense. I I mean, it means Free City. Right. So. Hmm. Fascinating. Yep. Huh. Wow. Potential field trip someday. We have so many field trips that we're going to go on. That's fine. We've got it's a, gonna be lots amazing. of years. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, um, I don't know if you saw, but the friend of mine who does the ghost history tours here uh, asked to go along with us to the <gasps> Michigan Death Museum. That's who that is? Yeah, nice. Marie. Uh-huh. Hi, Marie. I don't know if you listen, but if you do, hi. <laughs> I don't know you, but hello, and yes, come with us. Oh, yes, she's delightful, and her cats are delightful. See? She's our people. You had me at cats. <laughs> but is it a swarm of cats? <laughs> I also... It, it, I don't think she said anything about a swarm. There's a lot of toes on one Oh, of them. she's yeah. got the Hemingway ones? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. My I pixel also, cat was one of those. I yeah. also genuinely enjoy that this woman who is probably the only historian left with actual like actual information. Like firsthand knowledge. Right. Was a seventy six year old woman named Grace who referred to her as an old lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I just cute. remember um Grandma Joyce, my mom's mom, um talking about how she was gonna go do the hair of the old ladies when <laughs> she was already to my mind an old lady and i was like huh she I, was probably only in her 50s yeah i know she was <laughs> she was younger than you yeah 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 i'm 50 50 years old oh when she used to go to the nursing home and do when the she, old ladies hair yeah yeah my uh grandma used to go set um, mm-hmm. the the previous generation of women's hair when per- they were permanence and, and and pin curls. Yeah. Ooh, perms and pin curls. And yep. she used to bring me, and I used to find it just devastatingly boring. <laughs> I can imagine. Not to mention stinky perms stink. Yeah, they do. Well, and but she would also go to people's houses. Yep. Yep. And oh, that's so. Weird. And there would be ghosts in the houses, and so I'd sit on the floor and look around at all of the weird antiques and the people peeking around the corners. <laughs> they were probably just as interested in you as you were of them. Yeah, well, they must not have been too interesting, because I was bored. 
They were probably <laughs> bored too if it was out to Beulah's. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, that's such a good name. <laughs> <laughs> well, we uh, we definitely have some some stories of our own. Yay! Uh, most most of you who have been listening for a while already know my uh, bad idea breaking and entering um, <laughs> ghost story. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping that you knew about that. You, you, and, you and Emily? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> that was a terrible idea. <laughs> Ooh, that basement is creepy. Hmm. Um, but we actually have, uh, in the house that I mostly grew up in, there is a ghost that looks just like me that hangs oh. out. Yeah, that hangs out in the hallway where all the bedrooms are. And she's still there. She has always been there. She is. I <laughs> she see her con- regularly. She mm-hmm. continues to be there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she... I don't know. Did she... Did she start looking older when I started looking older? Nope, nope. She looks just like young Haley. Yeah. And uh, she stands at the end of the hallway by mm-hmm. your bedroom. Yep. And then she will turn and go into your bedroom. Yeah, I know. She came from my closet. Yeah. But but <laughs> many, many times I see her at the other end of the hallway peeking out at me in the living room. You oh, know, that's where I see her most of the time. Out of the corner of my eye. Mm-hmm. I almost yep. never see her going anywhere. I usually see her in the hallway, mm-hmm. usually closer to the living yep, room. Yep, that's, that's it. Yep, just just the hallway and mm-hmm. peeking out or going into your bedroom. Yeah. And for the record, my room is probably ten degrees colder than the rest of the house. And it still time. is. That's still helpful is. in you know midwestern summer. It, it Not is. when you are twig <laughs> shaped and cold all the time. Oh, that's true. That's true. Um, <laughs> which have, is I not have much my meat on my bones. Yeah, it is not my current life. But at the time, I was... Well, that's because you had too much stuff piled around the radiators, too. (laughs) I was trying (laughs) to block my lines of vision to the closet and the door. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Which I can completely understand. You see, there's a scientific answer to it, too, why why your bedroom was... Cooler. I am well aware. Okay. <laughs> it still is. But it still is, and there aren't things piled up around <laughs> I was the, the say, radiator. It hasn't changed. No. So. <laughs> I can open that door in the middle of summer, and yeah. it's still 10 degrees cooler than I the know. Rest of the house. Did we know where she came from? No. No, because the people who lived there before we moved in, they had atrocious um, color sense as far as paint wow. was concerned yeah neon green and, and uh, almost every and almost every room yeah the people that had over. my parents yeah. house before they bought it mm. had kitchen cabinets that were i kid you not blaze orange wow. my dad has them down in his works but in his workshop now but huh? yeah i don't yeah. know yeah yeah most of the rooms were that were that yeah. bright bright green almost mm-hmm. all of them were neon green like that seventies olive, like no, green no, no, like fluorescent, like, like highlighter. Yeah, not quite, not quite highlighter, but 
Mo- yeah. Moving in that direction. They were like spring green. Like, ooh. Like a little chartreuse. more minty than this. Yeah. Oh, oh why? But at, why? Ex- except for my bedroom, and it was almost fluorescent blue. Do you remember that, that bright, bright blue color? <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. yep. And then you painted my bedroom pink, and I hate pink. <laughs> <laughs> I love pink. And so now my bedroom, because it is largely unchanged, um, but I also put up many things on the walls when I was a teenager. <laughs> it's uh, it's baby pink with green With all kinds of gobs spots. of poster putty spots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, but also from when the paint for, came for, off. For, for, yes, for, for where, where we've pulled the poster putty off. Oh yeah, yeah. Or the or the um the shiny stars on your ceiling. Those are still up there. Some I of them have are. those. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Is the, the... the dark stars? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Is the uh black crepe veil stuff still on the ceiling? No, no, no. We took that down a long time ago <laughs> when Riley moved in there for a couple of years. Did I take it down? You did when you were home. Mm-hmm. Oh, when I took down when the you and massive flag. Went through stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> oh, there's that really, really, really um, old Victorian suit that is in that closet that um, came from uh, Fred's mom's mom's mom. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably Whoa. still hanging there. Well, it, yeah, and it's. Uh, my favorite ugly yellow um but i don't think that's where the ghost came from because the ghost no, was, was there before that. was there before you hung the suit in there yeah, yeah. so we have no idea no. although once when i had a sleepover and i can't remember if i told this story but i had an old computer that i knew how to program with um with basic so if you happen to be as old as i am and played with basic you will know what i'm talking about but i had it or i programmed it to type at random intervals (laughs) 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 and scared the crap out of everybody at my slumber party i didn't need to do that i just needed to whip out my speaking spell oh my gosh ah they i think they were all possessed see also my teddy ruxpin Oh, yeah, I never had one of those. I But oof, my speaking spell? Mm-mm. Spell murder. Spell kill. What? <laughs> oh, yeah, my, my speaking spell was also very creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. No. I don't think I'd allow one of those nowadays. It's still in the basement, probably. <laughs> oh, it might be, yeah. Nah, I think we sold it one of the garage sales. Thank goodness. I think. Good but you rinse. got a basement full of Cabbage Patch kids. <laughs> All boxed up with their shoes and socks on and their hair done. Uh, I know. I walk down and there they <laughs> all are looking at me. <laughs> yeah, I have a, a lot of those. I, I I am not a doll person, but I was very much a Cabbage Patch Kids person mm-hmm. for most of my childhood. And boy, do I have a lot of them. Probably I was a strawberry shortcake kid. Twenty-five ish. Yeah, maybe yeah, about twenty-five or so. Cabbage Patch Kids, <laughs> which is a lot considering it is a how lot. much they cost. I'm saving them for you. Uh, oh, 
probably worth a ton now. <laughs> I don't think they're worth anything at the moment because I, it's not. They haven't reached that point in the cycle yet. Well, they're think. all cleaned up and dressed to go. I know. <laughs> <laughs> all in their blankies with their names on them. Mm-hmm. Ask my mother what she did when I went to college. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, I did. I did. That was when I did all of the Cabbage Patch Kids. Every day I did one. Um, I got their original clothes out, got them all washed. I put them over 32-ounce plastic cups to let them dry, and then... The ones that had yarn hair, I'd take the hair out and I'd trim the ends off of every single um, ends, every every end of the yarn and put it back in original um, hairdo. Yes, I did that with probably 20 or 25 Cabbage Patch Kids. Yes, and then I got them all dressed again, wrapped them all in their blankies, made sure everyone had underpants and socks on, and uh, they're all packed up and ready to go. And it took me months. To do this. That's amazing. It was. It was. Yep. That was when she went off to college. Good thing the flood in the basement didn't get them. Oh, they're all pe- they're all up high. Yeah. I know. Yes. I encounter them every time I go down. My grandma collected uh, dolls, and we're talking the old creepy dolls, the the, the dolls that oh, they yeah sweetie the pie. sweetie pie that I'm getting because grandma thinks it's funny. You are oh getting gosh. sweetie pie. The dolls that keep showing up on that TikTok. I keep. This is one of those dolls. It's Sweetie Pie doll. I'll send you a photo. It's a bad idea. Oh, she's great. (laughs) She's haunted. Hmm. Very haunted. Oh, a lot of the kids don't like her. Yeah, because she's haunted. (laughs) I used to have to make Grandma remove it from the bedroom that I would sleep in and put it in the other room. Well, you're getting her. (laughs) I know I'm getting her. You're getting all the fun stuff. I, I'm. <clears throat> She's terrifying. Like, <laughs> when you have the bench made, have like a little car seat put into it so it can just strap the doll there. She can hang out. Really? <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Stop giving my mom ideas. <laughs> That's a great idea. I'm not having to bring Sweetie Pie for regular visitation. <laughs> <laughs> that is not happening. <laughs> oh. She's an original. Classic. She is. Antique. Terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) She is so terrifying that there is absolutely nothing I will be able to do about her arrival. I will just have to allow her to be here. Yep. Because I'm afraid of her. And... I'm not getting rid of her because I'm not making <laughs> you her You don't mad. dare get, you know, you don't dare get rid of her. No, she has her own rocking chair. Yep. Oh, my. And it's an antique, too. I am well aware. Yep. And so we will add don't mess with sweetie pie to our list of rules. Add, add that. Put that on the list. <laughs> yeah, we have a list of, uh, of rules. Do's and don'ts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah. So, anyway, that is... That is one of, I guess we have now covered two of the ghosts <laughs> uh, in, in our lives. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's in Sweetie Pie. Something. Evil. <laughs> now, she's harmless. Have you slept in Fam- the same room with her? Famous last Pro- said words. Probably. <laughs> right, right. She's also suspiciously heavy. Oh, oh. Well, she's a pretty big doll. 
she's a big doll, but she's with porcelain head and porcelain arms isn't and, heavy and legs and well maybe her fluff is. <laughs> she's terrifying. <laughs> she has hair, but like hair, hair. Oh, it's not real hair. I think it is. I don't think so. <laughs> anyway, she's we terrifying. We can have it DNA tested. Yeah, uh, yeah. I yeah. can pull out a microscope and tell. No, you. it's not. It's not real hair. Well, mm-hmm. it's just little curls all over her head. I'm well aware. <laughs> anyway, sweetie pie is terrifying. Um, and um, coming to a uh, a home, hopefully not near me, anytime in the near future. Let's. <laughs> Everyone, just take a moment and pray for my grandparents. <laughs> that the, they live a long, a longer. The and... longer they go, <laughs> the longer I get to live in in abode without Sweetie Pie. Hmm. Her eyes close and open. Nope. <laughs> no, ma'am. Glass no, eyes. No, ma'am. Anyway. Yeah, so that so those are um, two of the things that haunt us. Uh, you want to hear about some UFOs? Absolutely. I have not had any any UFO encounters. So I'm super excited about this one. Well, I had one and called my mom immediately after. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like you um, do. Yep. yep. But she had one in the seventies, right? That- yeah. Yes. yes. So, so tell us, tell okay. us about your bad idea UFO encounter. So I was probably I don't know between eighteen and twenty. Yes, I, I would say when the drinking age was eighteen. There, yes. there may or may not have been beer involved. <clears throat> there was. Yeah. <laughs> I'd come home. Yes. Yeah, left, <laughs> left. Left the Long Branch in Allegan. Oh gosh, you were there. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure of it, because that's what we did. That would be a local dive bar. Well, I guess it wasn't terribly diving no, at the time. No, we had a blast there. Yeah, and it was probably on a Thursday night, because we always went on Thursday night and cashed our paychecks. Being on second shift, we got paid on Thursday night. So oh we'd cash God. our paychecks at because the Long Branch. cashing your paycheck at the bar is a great idea. It was it's a super Midwest. It is super Midwest. You know, you know about that, don't you? Oh, sure. That in yes. the Beer Depot. Yeah, there you go. There <laughs> yeah. you go. We didn't live in a state that had that. <laughs> so, so we were always sorry. You can buy beer at the grocery the store. The next day when we spent <laughs> so much money, yeah, um, you know, at the Long Branch. But, um, <laughs> well. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so um, I drove home from Allegan to Bloomingdale, which was about t- 20 miles, I would say, which, trust me, back then we had no business driving after the Long Branch, but we all did. Because 70s. <clears throat> yes, mm. yes. Pulled in the driveway, which was a long driveway. Um, at home. Not, I mean, not real long, but it was, it was a long driveway. As I'm pulling up the driveway and getting close to the garage, I happened to... Well, first, I was really happy that I was home and in the driveway. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I happened to look up over the garage, and I just see this this little circle thing, you know, hovering up there, or, you know, a little disc or something. And I'm going, wow, how many beers did I have? <laughs> and... <laughs> and uh, Was this a grandma um, and papa's? Yes, yeah, yeah. I don't, when I still lived at home, yes. <laughs> Yes, yes. And I'm going, holy smokes. 
that looks like a that looks like a flying saucer and um and things don't usually make me too nervous but the longer i sat there the more nervous i got and i thought how am i going to get from here to the back door of the house which is not very far it's it's not real far it's just a little jaunt down the sidewalk but it was like that thing was just staring at me and um yeah so finally i thought all right i got to get my nerve up and get out of this vehicle and get to the house and so finally i shut the vehicle off turned the radio off got out or was getting out and as i looked up that thing did a zip 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 and took off like like i mean it was gone in a second and uh and i was sort of shaky thinking that uh, yeah that i was perhaps drunk and that was a <laughs> that was a flying saucer and the things that go through your mind like golly is he gonna suck me up or you i know, think what? both of those things could exist at the same time well evidently they did yeah yeah i'd like to think that if you remember and have the thought how many beers did i have that you at least had enough sobriety to know it was going oh to and, oh and, that you weren't and, that drunk no no because like, no. i mean clearly i had driven home you know, probably shouldn't have, but you know, I, I had driven home, so no, I definitely had my wits about me. But man, I remember getting in the house and closing that door behind me, and looking out the one end kitchen kitchen window there. Boy, I stared at the sky for I don't know how long. You know, wait to see if that darn thing was coming back for me. Yeah. And now I think, well, gee, that'd be interesting. But at the time, I was a little nervous. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to lie. I probably would peed my pants. Like, I'd have stayed in the car. I'd have hit underneath something. And I'm like, nope. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. So that, yeah. that was my experience. Yeah. With the UFO. Yeah. Mine, um, you know, the, the movie Independence Day? Yeah. When you're looking at the sky and all of a sudden the mothership that is as wide as you can see it's just sort of drifts giant. into vision yes mm-hmm. that's what i saw um <gasps> yeah so i was on uh the brooklyn heights promenade uh, which overlooks lower manhattan and is uh right next to the brooklyn bridge and i was just taking a walk because it's in my neighborhood and i was walking facing the brooklyn bridge and I was just looking at the bridge because the bridge is pretty mm-hmm. and just minding my own business, probably listening to I don't know, something on headphones, whatever. And this is probably probably 10 years ago. Oh, it's been a while. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wasn't long after you and Jeremy moved here, I think. All right. So <clears throat> maybe 13 years ago. I don't know. But I was looking, I just happened to be looking up at the space between the two sides of the Brooklyn Bridge. And all of a sudden, this white thing with um, gray dividers, so it just looked like a, it looked like a spaceship. A really big spaceship that had, like, section dividers in it just, like, leaned in, like, tipped into vision and then tipped 
out of vision. And I was watching it. I never took my eyes off of it. And it just, it was there for longer than it should have been. And then it just, it, it was like it went, hmm, stuck its nose in. And then it's like, nah. Um, wow. Or it was like all of a the sudden there was a thin spot in like dimensions or whatever. And you <laughs> could just see it. And then that thin spot drifted away. It was so, it was a lot. And so I. Can't I imagine. <laughs> and so I'm looking around because, I mean, it's Brooklyn and there are lots of people around and only a couple of other people were also stopped looking up, mouths open. Ah. And like <laughs> we made eye contact, but none of us said a word and just kept went on about going. your business and then i of course immediately called my mother <laughs> to tell so her exciting. that i had seen yeah. a ufo and it was just so big that it was either going to be the end of the world or <laughs> it wasn't those were the only two options like it wasn't like am i going to be abducted by this thing it was is they it come. going to blow up the earth wow. or is it not going to do that. Now, like, they were just taking a peek, like you said. Like if, uh, and yeah, if it's coming to invade, I might welcome it now. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> we got enough going on where I'd be. Yeah, like, I would have welcomed it more. Well, <laughs> previous to November, but true, true. Uh, but yeah, it was just, and it was dark, and it was bright, and it was just so big it yeah mine was like, bright too just so huge and it was close like i could mm. see details That's on it so weird. and yeah it was it was massive it was just like all of the sudden the gigantic mothership shows up and is as far as you can see oh i wish i'd have seen that mm. i would have been the person that looked at everybody else and been like did you not see that yeah <laughs> I had a like, like broke but the silence <laughs> most people weren't looking there and the people who were like it didn't feel like we could talk about it because we didn't know if the end of the world was about to happen like Ooh. we were all like no 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 I called my <laughs> my mother and hightailed it home <laughs> and like I think all of us were just like oh well this is how it ends Wow. Noted. Did not wow. have that on the bingo card. No. <laughs> no. It was so weird. And so now every time that I'm yeah. on the promenade, I cannot help myself. I right. have to stare at that space. And I've never seen anything again. But, like, what in the world was that? And there's nothing there to reflect. Like, yeah. there's nothing. It was clear. There wasn't cloud cover, so it wasn't like a police spotlight reflecting off of clouds or something like but that. But even so, there's nothing that big. No. No. I mean, it just was, the size of it alone rules out yeah, it most was explanations. As wide as the Brooklyn Bridge. Wow. And and it just dipped in and out. Yeah, it was just like... <laughs> they were like, eh, nope. I mean, fair enough. Like the moon shining through some wispy clouds, and then you can't see it at It was all. very much like that, only <laughs> gigantic. Wow. 
that's no moon. No. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a very specific shape. It was like an unusual shape. Huh. And mm. it was not symmetrical. Okay. So, like, the top of it was a little more dramatic. Like, you know, um, 90s cars where there was, like, the dramatic the curves yeah. on the... Yeah. Um, it Like, the top looked like that, and the bottom was significantly less dramatic. It looked kind of like a boat. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> like the side of a boat. And so I suppose... Maybe it was an alien cruise that took a wrong turn yeah, and regretted. Yeah. I mean, That's or... That's a good thought. <laughs> uh, Mal from Firefly was was coming, and you know Ooh. what? That would be just I fine say, by I would have welcomed Captain Hot Pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, yes, well, that's fine. That, mm, yes, by all means, <laughs> dock in my orbit. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think you know who this is. No, um, I, I don't know, but that could, could be a, a metaphor. I, yes, <laughs> I was making that joke. Okay. Hold on. Just checking on you. <clears throat> All right, hold on. I'm going to show you. Okay, this he's going to show me a picture. Oh, he's cute, right? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> see? Exactly. He's adorable. Well, now, what's he from? Uh, it is a space western called Firefly. Nice. Yeah, we'll watch that history. next time you're here. All right, cool. Mm. Yeah. Oh, boy. Anyway, so that is my UFO story, and mm. I think we've already covered most of the ghosts that live in my building and such, <laughs> at least on uh, Patreon yes. episodes. So, based, yeah. How are the doors? Hmm? Have the doors behaved? <laughs> no. Oh, no. No, they keep just being open. It's fine. Um... But, oh, I forgot the the cemetery, the yes. thing that I was going to, the, to oh, talk about. Oh, the old cemetery. Yeah, so um, in my mom grew up in a super small town, like very, very, very small. 500 people. Yes. We've got, I think we have 700. Actually, technically, no. We are in a tiny dot of an unincorporated town. Uh. We're not even in the town that's part of our our address so oh, technically well, we are unincorporated bloomingdale the, is just a village too yeah bigger town that we're part of uh is 726 people i believe wow something like that hmm. i know small towns yeah yeah yep and so this particular small town um the cemetery that my mom texts me from is <laughs> The new cemetery. And mind okay. you, I'm usually there taking care of the flowers. I don't oh. just go, yeah, to, to hang out. You we spent all summer we were... hanging out. I, but I love, I love to go to the cemetery. I yes. my, do. My girls eat lunch at it. They, yeah. They and their friends go picnic at the, the big. Well, oh, we'll yeah. As did most everyone yeah. before yeah. public parks existed. Yeah. That yep. is Every why cemeteries look how they do we drive past cemeteries my youngest daughter goes hey dead people hope you feel better i just i'm always <laughs> hope talking feel to <laughs> and i'm always hoping to see someone but yeah I, i've not i i have a, a baby deer friend and a bunny oh friend. you're on my toe oh sorry that, <laughs> that that comes to you know visit with me and chews off the geranium buds and yeah 
but uh, nope, no, no visitors yet. Well, a little bit through a wooded area on the other side of the current cemetery is the old cemetery uh, yeah. from when the railroad used to run through hmm. town. And I have spent more time than is necessary over there during many a Memorial Day celebration mm -hmm. wherein mm -hmm. I was done with <laughs> the uh, saluting and the firing of blanks. <laughs> yeah. And the humans. Hmm. <laughs> yep. Well, it was... Yes, yes. It was an un... More people were in that parade than were in the town <laughs> and all the other towns combined. It's a big deal on Memorial Day. Yeah, I, it's for reasons. Small town celebrations, man. Oh, and we all it, go back there. You know, everybody that grew up there, we go back yeah. there. The number of times I have Day. accidentally ended up in Bloomingdale, Michigan on Memorial Day is kind <laughs> of out of control. <laughs> but anyway, so I would go wander in the graveyard because, you know, spooky goth teenager needs to wander in the old part of the graveyard. Of course. Um, and there are definitely definitely I, uh, graveyards aren't usually haunted but because this is near railroads mm. um i think that was involved in some way but there are a couple of soldiers um who i would see there's a woman um who's probably younger than i am now but at the time she was not um with gibson girl hair um oh. and a wasp waist corset um, nice. Love that, yeah. Yeah, she just, she just wanders. She, mm -hmm. she wasn't interested in my existence. I was vaguely interested in hers. Hmm. Um, but yeah, there and there. I think there are a couple of little kids uh, who oh, peek I, I out imagine. because that's a little, a, that's that's a the old ones. part. Yeah, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, and like not sc not scary yep. kids. Just no, but just little kids. Just little kids. Like, <laughs> yeah, we did yep. our. Our cemetery tour uh, to help up uh, update find a grave. Um, just the little ones break my heart. Yes. Yeah, and just. there are quite a few Especially families with many in the old in the old cemetery part. So many. I understand that children were looked at differently, and um, yeah, because and times were many of them but didn't I, survive. But I can't, I can't, I can't imagine what that would have been. Nope. Mm -mm. Nope, me either. No, and I mean, <laughs> I guess maybe if everyone else was also going through that around you, maybe you felt less alone because it yeah. wasn't this taboo thing. It was a thing that happened, and so therefore nobody was tiptoeing around it. Hmm. I hope that that's true. I hope so too, which is sad because now mm -hmm. there's so many women that go through like miscarriages yep. and I've oh, had yeah. friends that have had um, stillborns. I have a friend yeah. who during the birthing process, like <gasps> just a freak oh. hiccup, she ended up swallowing meconium and oh. it just, uh, but it's so, oh. anything with women's bodies is just so taboo that we don't talk about it. And it's just, it's sad because I can't imagine, I can't, I can't imagine when my children were born, I looked at my parents and I said, just so you know, if anybody ever hurts them, there will be no, um, I'm calling the police. There will be, hi, mom and dad, I'm covered in blood and in jail. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> because it just, it, I, yeah, I can't, I can't imagine. Nope, I'm it's right just, there with it's you. It's hard, you know. You yeah. go through so much, and then I. And I, I mean, almost cannot. all of this was illness, like illnesses right. that vaccines now prevent. Which is and then watching them be sick and die like that, and you can't. Oh, do... The worst no. thing as a parent, I think, is when your child is hurting and you cannot yep. fix it. Well, and probably also at least one of the, the parents is going to die right. if your whole family oh. has the thing. Oh, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so there are there are a bunch. Um, but even if you don't see anything, those little kid giggles. Oh. Which giggles are good if they're happy. It is. You know it is. Mean? It's yes. not. It is creepy because it's a dark cemetery surrounded by woods ish. And right. it's very old. But it also. The laughs aren't sinister. No. They're, just, they're little kids. And they're little kids who are unfortunately playing peekaboo with you from behind headstones. <laughs> but, um. <clears throat> But, but at least they're giggling. Right. Yeah. yeah. That noise is a but, good noise. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. there there are a couple and I don't remember all of them terribly well because it was a while ago and also I think that you just there are some things that are too much. Yeah. For you yeah. to remember. Especially if you are looking at the headstones and doing the math on the ages yeah. and You're, stuff like that. You kinda but, compartmentalize that and shove that to the bottom of the drawer. But yeah, yeah those those two kids, and I think they were a boy and a girl, and they were young. Um, the boy was younger. But they would always be there and always stick their heads out and oh, look and, and giggle and then disappear yep. again. And I, I don't know. I think maybe the woman was their mom. Oh. Oh. Um, that is the impression that I got. I don't know. The soldiers so probably watching out for them. the soldiers weren't connected to them, hmm. but I, well, their mom was young, so I yeah. assume that something they got all, her to. Yep. Yeah. But well, and that's the yeah. thing is that so while cemeteries aren't typically haunted, they're on top of land that has was oh, something boy. before, you know, or close enough to something that was before. I mean, everything. Mm-hmm. There's there's so much land that that has seen so many things before it oh, became yeah. prefab houses or even just like woods that are still woods now but were once trails or camping spots or you know oh of course and hiding I mean, spots for indigenous people trying yeah. to escape you know North just... America was very populated mm-hmm. well before Europeans brought smallpox to everyone they're nonsense (laughs) (laughs) colonialism and smallpox (sighs) and violence and pillaging and rape because that is what white men like to bring places it turns out so here's my here's my idea Uh the next time we see one of those ships we're like come get the old white guys all the (laughs) old white guys take them with you do with what you want. Yes, come Just... get your friend. <laughs> come, 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 <laughs> come get your friend yep. before he gets hurt. Yep. Uh huh. <laughs> hmm. Yes. Oh my goodness. Anyway, I there are 
many, many additional stories that we could tell, but we should probably wait to tell them for next time when my mom is here, including a really uh, creepy, um, well, several things, laundry chute, attic, and upstairs, and part of the basement of of, um, our great-grandma, or my great-grandma. Mm-hmm. Next time we have a good old fashioned online slumber party with our Patreon members, oh, and yes. we all talk about ghost stories in our lives. Oh, Love it. Let's fun. do it. <laughs> yes. All right. So, speaking of death, guess what oh, time it is? It is time oh, for. Oh, crap. The I didn't think of one. Weekly, weekly worst way to die. <clears throat> Do you want me to go first, then, if you didn't think of one? No, I know okay. what mine is. All right. What is yours? Biting black flies. What? Oh. Um, flied, flied to oh, death? Oh, 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 oh. Oh. Yes. Like the no see and... The things that bit me last night that I yelled about for the rest of the evening. The things that bit <laughs> me in the cemetery earlier this summer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I pitched a good fit last night. She did. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what's yours? So, me being me, mm-hmm. <laughs> before, before, before we went and got our noses pierced, I Uh-oh. looked up a couple videos, videos to make sure that I knew the aftercare procedures and how Uh-oh. it was all going to go. And I wanted to explain to uh, my eldest about how it was going to happen because sensory yeah. issues. And then I came upon, I came upon <laughs> all of the horror stories of, like, wounds that have gone septic. Oh. <laughs> you which would really never. shouldn't search for septic. Right. No, like, no. I didn't search. Look. <laughs> it found me. All right, fine. <laughs> Especially so, just before you're going. Right. Yeah. And again, I've got enough sense about me and medical background and everything to know when things are starting to go awry yes so that it would not but yeah so nose piercing gone septic is my way to die this week Hmm. my weekly worst way to die Hmm. because septic's not fun no i don't think any of my piercings ever got infected but i had a tattoo that got infected Ooh. Because one of my ex-boyfriends wouldn't stop touching it. Oh, see, see, into the UFO with him. <laughs> I had to get that stupid tattoo redone three times. Oh no! <laughs> hmm. Marcus. <laughs> oh yeah, because he always grabbed my arm to steer me through things. Yep. 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 Yeah. I'm still thinking about the sepsis going through your body. <laughs> yeah. Ew. I know. Yeah, I know. That. And it goes fast. Ew. I know. Mm. So, hey, do you want to be spooky into my friends? I bet you do now. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us at Bones and Bobbins on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Tiki Talks. And just the old-fashioned bonesandbobbins.com. It's true, although, do we have any TikToks on our We TikTok? don't yet, but we will someday. 
Well, that's because they're in-house teenagers. Yes. Yes, they are. Thanks. Not in my house. <laughs> no. No. Anyway. And also, when you're done following us on things that may or may not currently exist. Oh my goodness, Mom. I just saw the side of your headphone out of the corner of my eye and it was just on the side of the screen and I thought it was the kitchen ghost standing there. <laughs> wow. Speaking of ghosts. Well. <laughs> the kitchen ghost was apparently upset. You did not discuss it. There Sorry, you go. kitchen ghost. <laughs> I think we already talked about the kitchen ghost, though. We have. Um, anyway. So, uh, now that you've heard that, I'm sure you really, really want to be friends with us. Yes. Uh, so if that is true, don't forget to rate and review this podcast. And if you don't like it, just, just don't. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. But if you do, definitely do. Uh, because it pleases the internet gremlins, and that's how we show up in recommendations so that other morbid souls can find us. Bring forth the morbid souls! Whee! (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, let us leave you with some advice that you should never, ever forget. Mm -mm. Lock your doors. Hmm. Which way am I going to do it this time? (laughs) Creepy little kid, I think. (laughs) And don't run with scissors. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) And clean your piercings um, per recommended saline solution twice a day. (laughs) There you go. Yes, that too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And wash your hands before you touch it. Yes. Wash your hands anyway, because COVID. Each episode of the Bones and Bobbins podcast is written and researched by Haley Pearson-Cox and Natalie Hoyce. Our music was composed by Loyalty Freak Music. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Bones and Bobbins. Subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify, or check us out wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts so you won't miss a minute of our strange and creepy content.